Welcome to CEO On The Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm your host, Gail Lance, and together we'll be exploring the people side of leadership. You'll learn how to better engage and inspire those around you and yourself. So let's get started. Welcome back to another episode, or if this is your first time listening in, I'm really glad that you're here, and I hope that you're having a good week. Today, we're talking about the elephant in the room. We talked a little bit about this on the last episode when I had a special guest expert. We were talking about dealing with drama in the workplace, so I thought it would be helpful to dive deeper into the topic of dealing with the elephant in the room. I've actually been wanting to talk about it for a while because it's a real challenge. Uh, a, A lot of the leaders that I work with struggle with how to have the conversations, how to break the tension, how to really address the issue that everyone can see, but no one is talking about. And given these times, I thought the better name for this episode might be addressing the elephant on Zoom, because that's probably where you're going to have to address it, right? Anyway, I bet you know what I'm talking about. The elephant is there. Sometimes it's sitting quietly while you maneuver around it in conversation, and you're just hoping that it will go away. Other times it's just so big and blatant that it becomes your sole focus. The elephant in the room is one of the greatest threats to your business. In my consulting work over the years, I realized that one of the greatest challenges that executives face is how to deal with this. And they don't teach you that in school. And I really consider it an undervalued leadership skill. The elephant in the room comes disguised in different ways. So you might recognize some of these quick examples. It, it might be the disconnect between employees and management, where you have a, you know, a group of employees where they, they see things one way, management, or it could be one single manager or executive. It, it just sees things entirely differently, but no one is addressing that difference. The elephant could be the manipulation of numbers or processes where you just know something is off but no one's talking about it. Maybe tension between two partners where each of them knows that there are are stresses or disagreements or issues that they need to address, but they just continue on like it's a a typical day. Maybe there's a disagreement about strategy where the leader wants to move the business in one direction and Uh, other leaders see that you're about to board a train that's going off the cliff, but no one says anything. Maybe there's a clash of different personalities or behaviors that are creating a lot of stress and tension in the workplace. If this happens to be an issue for you, you might want to take a look at or revisit the very first episode that I did, which was on understanding your communication style. Another elephant can be the hidden agenda where an executive makes a decision that is for personal gain or personal reasons and really is not in the best interest of the business. Um, a, A really common elephant in the room these days is depression or grief that that you can feel maybe an employee is experiencing something really serious. It could be some kind of loss like divorce or death of a loved one or someone who, perhaps a loved one who has a serious illness, 
How do you talk about that? And then one last example, it could be just the wrong job fit where you've got, say, for example, somebody who should be selling, but they're, they're really not and you don't know what's going on. They seem to have the skills, but th- perhaps they're just not the right fit for the role. So you know, whatever the elephant is for you, I encourage you to think about it as we're exploring some of the insights in this episode. The big question is, what do you do about it? And the key often always lies in communication. So part of your responsibility as a leader is to create a safe and trusting environment so that people can communicate openly about whatever is on their minds. And so I'm offering six questions. You know, I like to offer questions to get you thinking or factors to weigh as you consider how you want to address the elephant in the room. I'm assuming you wouldn't even be listening in unless you had an interest in trying to deal with this issue effectively. So here are six questions and ideas to think about. Number one, what's the upside of addressing the issue? You know, it's natural to go to the downside and think what's the worst that could happen. But start by thinking, what is the upside? The truth is that there's usually more reason to address the issue than not. And you'll get to the heart of matters that are keeping you stuck or hurting performance more quickly. If you can think about what will you gain? What's the upside? A lot of executives that I work with say that they actually feel better after they've aired the issues constructively. So be optimistic. Number two, what's the downside or risk of addressing the issue? Some people may be sensitive, feelings may be hurt, but determine what's really at stake. It might be serious enough that it could affect your business, your reputation, important relationships. What's the worst that could happen? But be realistic. It's usually not as bad as you think. Number three, what's the risk of not addressing the issue at all? In many cases, the risk of not doing anything is the greatest risk. You might be losing potential opportunities or focusing on areas that are not growing the business. Constantly sweeping issues under the rug makes you trip when you walk on it. So be brave. Number four, who needs to be involved? It might be that you need to address an issue privately with just one other person. Or maybe you need to talk through an issue in a small group. You know, so many times I see leaders thinking that they have to pull the whole organization together or the big team, even though the issue is really with one person. So determine what, what's most appropriate for you. In some cases, it might be appropriate to hold uh, a, a larger meeting with everyone involved. Decide what would be the most appropriate group to get together. And you might want to consider including an outside resource or neutral party. So that can be helpful as well. So stay open. Number five, what's the best timing? The best time is when you're least likely to be emotional when you're thinking clearly or when you're least stressed. So, you know, in my case, I know that I I typically tend to be better in the morning. So I might want to have a conversation earlier in the day. Every person is different. Understand what timing works best for others involved. So if there are other people in your office that are working on a deadline and are focused on other priorities, wait, Uh, make sure that you're considering what's going on in their world as well. Consider your own capacity for dealing with something that could be stressful that day. You may have just had a lot of other issues that are difficult for you to deal with that day. So if you are feeling like you're carrying an especially heavy weight, 
wait until the next day. One other idea is just to schedule time on the calendar. I really like that approach, by the way, because I think it shows that the issue is a priority and that you want to give it devoted time and attention. So if you do want to address the issue, consider putting it on your calendar. Be strategic. Number six, what is the outcome that you're looking for? When you're addressing any potentially sensitive situation, it's a good idea to stay focused on the ultimate outcome that you're trying to achieve, as opposed to the emotions that you think that you might stir up. It helps you stay focused. So state your intent up front, or at least know your intention internally before you have the conversation. Um, And listen a lot. It's important when you're trying to address the elephant in the room to be prepared to do a lot of listening. It's not just sharing information or explaining where you're coming from. Listening is is just as important. So I wanted to touch on just a few examples in more depth that you might be experiencing or have seen. Um, one example, a couple of clients I know recently had some some difficulties when they were looking at the numbers. Accounting was off. They trusted the CFO. It's easy to want everything to be okay or to excuse it or think, oh, well, perhaps there was just some oversight. The company was losing thousands of dollars, but no one said anything. So that's an example where it can really be costly to uh, to make some assumptions <laughs> or to not pay attention to what's going on or to see it and not say anything. I have another example where a client had a sales rep that just was not producing. Uh, The person had a strong resume. The manager thought, well, this employee just needs some time to ramp up, to get in the groove. He seems confident. He interviewed well. Um, I knew him back in college, you know, all of those excuses, but weeks went by and the person still wasn't selling and they really were not the right fit for the job. They had great skills, but they were not well suited for the position. No one said anything because they kept, you know, making these other assumptions. So that's another example of letting something go on for way too long. Think of the the time and the money that was invested in that person, the cost of having to let the person go. Uh, hire new talent, it gets expensive. And finally, one of the most dangerous elephants in the room can be the top leader. I've seen examples where the the CEO is the leader who's most disruptive. Uh, and while I I do like disruption, sometimes disruption can be a good thing. Um, if it's so disruptive that it's uh, detrimental to the business, And the leader is not even aware of his behavior. It could be hot temper, kind of like the bull in the china shop, uh, the unenlightened leader. And I I don't think that's any of you because I don't think I attract those types. And I think if you're listening in, you're a learner and you probably do want to develop self-awareness. So don't worry, I'm not talking about you, but you've probably been in situations where you've seen someone who really doesn't get it, that they are the ones that are creating some of the negative impact in the office. And so that's something to be aware of too. If you let that go on too long, you you eventually start losing people or even worse, you have people who become disengaged. You're still paying them, but they're not doing the work. And it's really hard to get feedback when you're at the top. So 
work harder to make sure that you're getting the feedback that you need or that the senior leaders are getting the feedback that they need. If they are the elephant in the room that no one is talking about, that can really be extremely dangerous. I'm often asked, well, how do I start this conversation? How can I even break the ice? So if if this is you, you might want to consider something that feels right to you. So you might want to lead into the conversation with a question like, wondered if we could set aside some time to talk about some ideas that I've been thinking about. Or I wanted to talk about ways I think we can move forward better together. And that could be, you know, either as partners or as a team or as a business. I realize those are general. So you might be more specific. Also, depending on your style, you might be more direct and say something like, I wanted to talk about some observations that I've had, uh, some things that I, that I think we can improve and wanted to get your take on that. The point is that you're inviting a dialogue and you're wanting to make sure that you have the opportunity to see through their lens as well, to get their input and to co-create the best way to move forward. So just to recap the six questions, think about what's the upside. Think about what's the downside of addressing the issue. What's the real risk of not doing anything and just allowing the situation to continue. Think about who needs to be involved. What's the best timing for that? And what is the real outcome that you want? What is it that you want to see happen as a result of addressing the elephant in the room? So that's just a quick recap of the key points for today's episode. You know, it's natural to dread a sensitive conversation. I encourage you to believe that you'll handle it in the best way. If the elephant remains in the room for too long, it's probably taking up space in your head as well. And ruminating about a problem is not solving it. So take the action that you need to take to resolve the issue. In fact, the sooner you can address the issue, the sooner you can focus on priorities that are most relevant to your business and you can minimize disruption. So don't let the elephant turn your business into a circus. By the way, the comments that I have shared with you today are captured in a blog post that I had written and am including in the show notes so that you can read that article if it's of interest to you. It really recaps the main points that I've made today. So I encourage you to stay in touch with me. As a reminder, you can actually share comments, questions. If you go to CEOonthegopodcast.com, there's a contact form. And there's also a way that you can share a voicemail message with me, a quick voicemail message. So I would love to hear your voice as well and let me know what you're thinking, um, what you're finding to be valuable, and any other questions that you have that I might be able to address on another episode. So that's all for now. Be sure to share this episode with someone else that you know who's struggling to address the elephant in the room or on Zoom. I hope you have a good rest of the week wherever you are doing work that matters to you. Until next time, take care. Thanks for tuning in. Feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn and visit workmatters.com. And if you have a question or a suggestion for a future topic for the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. So keep growing as a leader and doing the work that matters to you. Until next time.